Hello and welcome to Women of Influence Podcast. Hi, I'm Jay Land with the Jay Group Real Estate Team. The great American speak off. One of my favorites. everyone and welcome again to yet another Women of Influence podcast. This is my absolute favorite thing to do ever and today I am so happy to announce we have the lovely Julie Fahrenbacher. Welcome Julie. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh you're welcome. Hopefully I didn't botch your last name too badly. You got it perfect. Oh awesome. <laughs> Get an A plus. <laughs> so Julie how did you find out about my podcast? I'm curious. So I took a big leap of faith and drove down to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, to the Christian in Action trade show. And your husband was there, uh, Kelly Shaw, and he did a really great speaking, um, speaking on like the first introductory night and was very dynamic. Well, the, the second day he had just we were getting to know each other, all the vendors, and he'd come up and said, hey, my wife does a podcast and um, she has her calendar over here if you're interested in signing up. And it was just, it was kind of a cool connection. So that's, that's what connected me. Oh, that is so awesome. That makes me so happy. He is like, honestly, my biggest cheerleader. I love that so much. Thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> So, Julie, I was researching, looking at your website. You have an amazing book. I'm actually going to go online on Amazon and order it, unless you have someplace else I can order it, called The Path to Surrender. Can you tell us a little bit about the book and like why you wrote it? Yeah. So, I was not an English major in school. You know, I studied biology and I, I finished my track as a registered dietitian. I was working. Um, and when I was blessed with two children. Um, my first child really awakened me. I feel like God really awakened me to experience him in ways I had never experienced him before. Um, and I just had this to my knees moment of just, it was like I was living for the first time. Really? And the experiences I was having were so exciting how I was experiencing God that I started journaling them. And not knowing what I would do with it. It was just really personal at the time. Um, I'd never really talked about my faith with anybody. I'd never really talked much about what I felt about God. And um, it kept growing and growing. And I, I shared with someone what I was doing and they said, well, it's really personal. So it might just be a good thing to just keep as a journaling. Well, life got a little harder. And um, I went through a really long valley season of um, divorce and um, just fear of losing my children and what made shift and change in my life. And um, I kept getting that nudge to do more with um, this calling that had been put inside of me. So I went to a women's speaking and writing conference. It was I left my kids for the first time. I flew on a plane to North Carolina and I felt way out of my league. 
I mean, I thought these are real authors and real speakers and that is not who I am. But when I came home, I felt more focused on um, an outline for what the book was supposed to be. Initially, it started just my excitement about God. And then it became, that's where the title formed, The Path to Surrender. It was like I had to get a little further in the process to see that what I was writing about was my journey basically from the dark into the light and how I, how I found God and how he helped me surrender. And so he started changing in me what, uh, what the message was. And it was a message of kind of helping guide others to finding him like I had. Wow. That is so fascinating and so powerful. I know that there are many women out there, maybe in a similar situation that you were in going through a really hard season, going through a lot of struggles in their life and not really knowing what to do, you know, what path they should follow. And so that's really great that you were able to kind of listen to God, so to speak, and, you know, just hear his voice and take the right next steps. I know, including myself, many of us, including myself, have a really hard time kind of understanding or knowing what to look for. Like, what does that sound like? So I know you said you were getting continually more and more excited about your relationship with God. So how did how did the chapters unfold for you, so to speak? It's really interesting you asked that. Writing was what ended up being chapter five. So chapter five, um, which is um, titled my son, my first son's name, Riley, um, when God breathed new life into me. That's I thought that was going to be the whole book. And then it it developed. Um, I went to the end. The, the next part that I went to was, it was like the present state of my life, how I was surrendering at that present state. It was the struggle I was going through before the full surrender. And then it looped back around and it was like, I was like, you got to tell the beginning of the story. So what preceded the to your knees moment? And I had to go back through that time, which was, um, that was difficult because I had been the exciting part is experiencing oh, this new this new stage in my life. Um, then it was difficult to walk through the struggle, but I, I knew the victory on the other side. But to go back to the beginning and trace back through the steps of kind of what what brought me to the decisions I made that took me to my knees was a process all of its own. And that was actually how I, in, I ended it. I, I ended at the beginning, which is kind of interesting. Oh, wow. That is interesting. I'm so excited to read the book. And yeah, it's just, I, I love having this conversation. I love um, speaking with other sisters in Christ, you know, to be, I mean, that's like my favorite thing ever talking about God and Jesus and, you know, my faith journey. I have my own faith journey. I and mean, I was a self-proclaimed atheist for many, many years of my life. And up until just very recently, I became a believer. I had as you describe a on my knees moment. And that's when I realized I'm like, Oh, it's not just me out here. There's this actual presence and this, this love, I could feel it. And my, my life just completely changed from that point on. But anyway, 
So what, what would you say to other women who are in a particular struggle? They're, they're looking for a sign from God. They're looking for ways to, um, you know, follow the path and kind of know which way to go. Do you have any sort of like clues or, you know, what did that look like for you? Any suggestions that you can offer? I do. And what's, what's, neat about you asking that is I, so I started, this is this Sunday will be the third devotion that I started. I have where you can subscribe through the website to get a devotion. And this coming Sundays is going to be on humility. And I reference back to that moment where I went to my knees and what changed everything for me was, you know, I, I dabbled in trying to talk to God, you know, sometimes you figure out how, how do I talk to him? Like, what does that even look like? I didn't really uh, grow up. We prayed. We prayed before meals. We prayed before bed. I didn't necessarily have a talk through him through the day, through basic things. But what really changed was when I went to my knees. I was in a just a position of feeling desperate for change and hopeless to make the change on my own. And I remember being on my knees And instead of asking for specific things, I just said, help me, show me the next step. And I think I was in a humbler place than I'd been before, where I wasn't necessarily putting my needs and my wants first. It was just, I don't care what you want me to do. Get me out of this position that I'm in and I'll do it your way. And then it was kind of like this door open is like, all right, I can work with that. And I just, I, I was in a, a place of more, my ears were open and my eyes were open for about anything he would send my way. And I think my heart and my attitude was in a place of receiving it differently mm-hmm. and just looking for the solution I wanted. It was the solution that was being provided. Got it. So it sounds to me like it's really has a lot to do with just being still and being present with with your thoughts and your prayers with God and also allowing yourself to be vulnerable, to put yourself in the position where you're down on your knees, so to speak, and, you know, being vulnerable to God and asking for help, right? That a lot of, a lot of people just, they aren't good at doing that. It's hard because I am, I would call myself a former control person. It still creeps <laughs> up. Um, very organized, having a list, wanting to check it off and feeling in control. So letting that go and just saying, okay, I'll do your plan was, is, was really difficult. It, it really was. It was a process of, um, that I had, I had not done before because control felt comfortable. Yes. So how have things changed for you now that you've completely surrendered? Well, you know, what I've realized is how much I have to continue to surrender. <laughs> it's, it's been humbling uh, because I feel like, you know, I run, I'm like, yeah, I know how to surrender. Like I, I know the answer and I've had to revisit my book through a couple more Valley seasons since I wrote it. And the first one after I wrote it, I remember um, starting to doubt God again. I thought I've given up. 
so much for this walk. And, and I believe you believed in me enough to write about it. And, and like, I'm, I'm trying to guide others the way you guided me and I'm in the Valley again. And I doubted his goodness until I made it through the Valley again. And I realized that it's just this constant ebb and flow of valleys and mountaintop views. And I kind of thought, well, I went through the valley and I'm at the mountain now. That's just where I'm going to stay. And that that's not what this life is. It's there's the mountaintop lasts about this long. Right. <laughs> and then you get into another valley season. And so it's kind of about just strengthening up your faith as you head into the next valley. So the next time you don't doubt them as much, you may say, all right, what are we going to do this? And it's something that has to continuously happen and keep happening. And so I'm getting better at surrendering. I think the first surrender felt so exciting. And now I'm just getting better. I'm surrendering to surrendering. (laughs) Yeah, I I love that. I I need to be better myself about surrendering. So I I think I, I tend to hold on to what you were talking about earlier, having that power and having that control over everything. Not necessarily that I'm a control freak, but it, I don't always want to let go of that, that need to control things. I'm like, okay, God, like here, I'll hand it over to you. You've got this. I don't need to hold on to it. Cause I know you've got it right. Yeah. I'm in good hands, obviously. Right. So, yeah, okay. I, I think it's, it was very freeing for me when I used to hold tight to what I was doing that day. Then it was like if one thing went off, I kind of fall apart. Like, well, today was just a waste. Yeah. And then when I when I started to surrender and just flow, every day felt successful because it felt like there was purpose. Even if it was a bunch of failings, I was a, you know, they seem like failings. I could see purpose in each of them. And then I could just flow. And no matter what happened, I was able to see something um, beneficial out of it, I guess. And it really was freeing. I, I felt like a huge weight off me and it, it felt too good to keep to myself. I think that's a huge motivation for the book was, gosh, I feel like this is like the secret to a peaceful life is a surrender. Like I got to share it with other people because it completely transformed me. I love that so much. Speaking of your book, I want to read something at the very beginning on your website. I think this is so powerful. You say, I see you. I am proud of you. I am amazed by you. I want to spend more time with you. You are a rare and wonderful creation of mine. And I smile at the thought of you. Like if that doesn't give you the warm fuzzies, I don't know what will, to be honest. That is so awesome. That was when I, that was the exact thing I felt the Lord say to me when um, he was inviting me back. I feel like there was a a particular Psalm that my son read. um, Well, he asked me to read. I had said, pick a number. And he said, 40. We were reading it before bed one night. And this was really before I fully surrendered. And it was Psalm 40. And it starts, I I called out to the Lord and he heard my cry. He lifted me out of the muck and the mire and he set my feet on a rock. He gave me a firm place to stand and put a new song in my mouth. And it goes on, but it was like in that moment, he was saying, I see you. 
and I'm proud of where you've come from and I'm amazed by you and I want to spend more time with you and you are rare and wonderful. And I, I wanted, I went through a really, um, difficult season of loss where I was feeling those things for people I'd lost in my life. And those were the things I wished I could say every day to them. And I felt God say the best gift you can give is all that love that's in you that you can't express, share it with other people because everyone wants and needs to hear that. Yeah. Everybody wants to hear those things. And that became the beginning the website, um, I thought I want people to land on that website and feel invited and loved as soon as they show up there. And that's yes. that was important to me. That That is wonderful. I, I think it would be great if everybody could take what you wrote, what's on your website and just put it on a piece of paper and put it on their mirror. So that's the first thing you see in the morning when you wake up and you're brushing your teeth or whatever or on your refrigerator, like you can't help but see that warm and inviting message. I think that would be so wonderful. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I also, Well, you know, I've had to read it to myself and remind myself he does feel this way about me it, because it, it's like, uh, it does feel good. And I know he feels that way about us. Yes. Yes, he does. So Julie, if somebody wanted to get hold of you, how would they go about doing that? I do have your website saved here, by the way, on a banner. Let me show that. Um, Hopefully I have it spelled correctly. Yeah. I did copy and paste it. <laughs> yep. It's julieannfarenbacher.com. Um, there is a www in front, but maybe that's assumed with that. Yeah, um, I think I think it's probably assumed. Hey, y'all, if it doesn't work without the <laughs> www, just type in the three Ws, okay? <laughs> so if you go there, um, there is at the bottom of the page, there's a link to subscribe to the weekly devotional. I send it out on Sundays. There's also a link to, you can, you can send me a message through the connect with me um, page. That's the link on the last page. And there's also a Facebook page. It's called the path to surrender. And there um, I do share the devotion on there as well. I also did a series where I had kind of the story behind the story. So kind of some of the behind the scenes of the chapters and the stories within the book. Um, that people can look at. And that's another way that you could reach out with me. Okay. I love that so much. Everybody go to julianneferenbacher.com. It's kind of a mouthful. Hopefully you're watching this stream yard so you can see how it's spelled. But I'm going to personally go on to your website and sign up, subscribe for your devotional and join the Facebook group. And I'm going to order your books. I'm super excited to read awesome. it. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Julie, do you have any last words of advice and or wisdom that you would like to share with our audience? You know, I guess what I want people to know that are listening is I'm sure anybody that is listening woke up with some ache in their heart or some concern that they have. And um, I did too. And you're not alone. God sees you. And if you stretch your arms up and you open your heart, he'll lead you to the next step to um, to solve whatever's in front of you and bring a sense of peace, peace to you around it. And uh, I just am just a big believer because I've, I've been on both sides of, of not believing, not knowing and and believing. And um, 
don't give up. Beautiful. I, I think that's just so apropos and perfect. I love it so much. Thank you, Julie, for being on my podcast. I really do appreciate you. And I am looking forward to going on your website and doing all of the stuff I said I was going to do. And yes. please, everybody, if you have any um, questions, if you need to get a hold of Julie, please do reach out to her on her website. And I hope you all have a blessed and beautiful day. Yes. So nice to connect with all of you. All right. Take care, everyone.